Hey, what is up guys? Thank you for joining me. This is Dr. LeHue. Today we're going to be talking about type 8 on the Enneagram. We're going to be talking about can 8s be good leaders? And the obvious answer to that question is yes. 8s are somewhat natural born leaders. 8s move to action first. They are in the action group like 9s and 1s and 8s want to know at the end of the day, what do you want me to do? How can we make take action? What can we change? How can we make this better? So eights are natural born uh, action oriented people. And since they're willing to take action, they'll often step out first. And when you step out first before everybody else and people follow you, that makes you a leader. So eights are very comfortable being leaders and uh, it's a natural fit for them to be leaders. And uh, we want to talk today about uh, some of the characteristics that are true about eights that make them good leaders, but sometimes those very things that can make you a good leader can work against you when you overplay them. They can become weaknesses. And so this series of videos I'm making right now is when good goes bad for each type. And so what are some of the things about an eight that are positives, but when they're overdone can actually work against them and work against their success? You know, when you fail to develop yourself and to develop yourself, you know, holistically, then you will tend to over rely on what works for you. And since you don't develop yourself more fully, you kind of overplay the same characteristics and those things can become problematic, uh, even for a type eight. So today I wanna go through a list of uh, some things that, that are strengths, but can become weaknesses for type eight. Uh, so let's look at the first one. The first one is the, the ability to see the big picture. Okay, eights are good at this. They, they're not gonna get caught up in all the details they, they hear the problem and they immediately start thinking of what needs to be done, what action can we take, and how can we resolve this conflict or resolve this problem and stay focused on what the agenda is, stay focused on what the mission is. And so they're able to sort of cut through all the garbage, cut through all the, the Mickey Mouse and, and get to what is it we're trying to accomplish as a company? Well, here's the reasons we're failing. Let's change that and let's move forward. Let's take action. Let's take bold action. And they're able to, you know, just ask those bottom line questions like what's the product we're making and why isn't it working and who's to blame and what do we need to do to turn this around? And they're not going to get caught up, you know, in all of the details and all the personality issues and all of the psychological drama that's going on. They just want to get to the point and resolve the problem and fix it and let's move forward. And so they're very big picture oriented. They're also big impact oriented. Like whatever organization they're a part of, why aren't we making a bigger difference? Why aren't we making a bigger impact? How come we're not being more bold? What action can we take to set ourselves apart to be the best, the biggest? And so they're they're focused on if I'm going to give my energy to that. I think the way the eight thinks is if I'm going to give my energy to this, then it needs to be worthwhile. It needs to be something important. Don't put me in some office in a corner somewhere and don't expect me to talk. Don't expect me to just go along with every decision that's being made. Not if I care. If I care about this, then it needs to matter and I'm going to make it matter. Okay, so that's the way I think an eight thinks. Well, what's the downside of that? Well, the downside of being able to see the big picture is sometimes um, an eight could be so preoccupied with making a big impact that maybe they make no impact. Like for example, if, if I can't do something that is profound, then what's the point of doing anything? 
And I think an eight could slip into that sloth of the nine, you know, and just say, well, since, since, you know, the people in charge here don't really understand what the importance of this is, then I'm not going to get engaged at all. And so you might see an eight just go dark and just, you know, sort of disconnect from their work environment because if we're not if we're not going to care then i can care better than i can not care more than anybody else can not care and i think that could be problematic um also i think an eight could have uh, become very frustrated when they get stuck dealing with small details you know since you're big picture oriented then you don't necessarily want to deal with all of the small details that have to be done properly in order to get to that goal and you know somebody's got to take care of those details somebody's got to pay attention to you know quality control somebody's got to pay attention to you know every little turn of the knob to make sure that 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 goal is accomplished eight doesn't want to deal with that I don't think the eight wants to they want the what's the what's the issue what's the problem who's to blame let's fix this let's set a new course now all of you people come in here in these positions and you monitor all these details so they're going to go get ones and sixes and maybe some fives and they're going to put them in all these positions to monitor all those changes and then the eight kind of feels like now i'm out on to the next big problem i'm out you guys and I told you what to do I told you what you need to do I told you how to fix this now you need to step up and you need to take ownership and responsibility and do your job I'm not gonna do that job I'm off to the next big problem to solve I think that big picture orientation although it's tremendous I mean it's important could keep an eight very frustrated if they got stuck with some kind of minute details that they didn't really see the value in it you know what's the point of this job and they might get really frustrated over in some corner office somewhere moving beans you know from one side of the table to the other because um, they may not see how that fits into the greater bigger picture of the organization okay next confidence in tackling tough challenges so eights have confidence to be an eight is to be confident an eight shuts down a part of themselves and the part they shut down is the part that I'm weak I need help I'm vulnerable I'm broken. Eights don't want to believe any of that about themselves. They want to shut that off and quiet that part of themselves. And so the positive side of that is they are empowered. They are super empowered. And so they don't doubt themselves like a six might doubt themselves and question themselves. They know what they feel in their gut. And so let's move forward. They believe in themselves. They believe in their ability to solve problems and their ability to land on their feet and their ability to stand up under pressure and so they shut off that side of themselves that makes them question and doubt and worry and weakness and any of that stuff so they their default mode is to feel very confident and that's again why people follow eights because people look for confidence if you know what you believe and you look like you know what you're doing and you have confidence in it people will follow that people want that confidence so eight's default mode is to feel very self-confident now sometimes maybe they shouldn't feel so self-confident uh, they, they enjoy demonstrating their power and their ability and aren't afraid to take on difficult challenge as a result of that well what's the what's the downside of that the downside of that sometimes you know 
a little bit of doubting yourself could be a good thing. You know, sometimes maybe you should slow down a second and say, whoa, what if I get in over my head? Or what if I make a whole bunch of enemies? You know, am I prepared to handle that? Am I really prepared? What if everybody in this office or this organization turns against me because of this? That might just embolden an eight to move forward when maybe they should stop and pause a second and reflect and shift out of that action mode into what's next to them, their thinking mode, right? Because they're right next to a seven, which is in thinking mode. They should, they should maybe pause a second and think first and then go way over to the other side and feel a little bit and say, how is everybody else going to feel about this decision, you know? How is everybody else going to feel? Are they going to feel like this was success? Or are they going to feel like they might have got trampled over by my boldness and my initiative, my willingness to take initiative? So sometimes a little self-doubt can be a good thing. Um, and sometimes eights, you know, because they're so powerful, may need to rein in a little bit of that intensity because they might overwhelm even the people that are on their own side. You know, they might, they might overwhelm even the people that are on their team. So they, they have a tendency, H, you have a t tendency at times to apply more pressure than is needed, okay? To sort of squeeze a little tighter than you need to squeeze. Um, and, you know, because of your desire to make a big impact and your trust in your own ability, sometimes maybe you can get into fights that you don't belong in, and sometimes you might push a little harder than needs to be pushed and trample sometimes people that would be for you but now they find themselves, you know, questioning you or afraid of you. Um, okay, next. The ability to take bold action and maintain control of whatever's happening. The ability to take bold action and maintain control over what's happening. So again, like eights don't necessarily experience the same fear of failure that certainly sixes would experience or sevens or... Um, or the rest, you could just say the rest of the types on the Enneagram. Um, and they're not necessarily afraid that people aren't going to like them. That may not be an important value to them, that people like and approve of them. Um, so eights, because of that, have a tendency to automatically move forward without worrying about those things and making things happen, even when the outcome could be a little uncertain or you might say risky. And again, the downside of that, of course, there's lots of positives to that. That's why you get promoted. That's why you get put into leadership. That's why people trust you. But the downside of that might be that you might need to moderate that intensity a little bit and slow down on that impulse to act to give other people time to catch up with you, to give the rest of the team time. You know, the eight's going to get frustrated with a team and just feel like I'm do this myself. I'll just do this myself. I knew I couldn't rely on you guys. Because remember, eights kind of have that anger in that anger triad where people are stupid. And so they kind of look at it like people are stupid or people are ignorant. And, you know, the one says, so they need to be organized. They need laws. They need structure. The nine says, just try to get along with them. And the eight says, get out of my way. So eight people, eights kind of have that idea that, you know, people are stupid and frustrating and ignorant and do stupid things and say stupid things. And if they would just get out of the way, then we could make some progress. And that, that nature could sometimes, you know, cause you to leap ahead of the team and not let others catch up with you. 
um, or could cause you, you know, to do everything yourself, but could also just squelch any kind of um, environment of creativity around you because you ain't got time for all that creative nonsense. You ain't got time for all this debate and discussion and for this to go to committee. We got to get it done. And eights think, you know, let's get it done. Who's holding us back? And why is that person in charge? And what gives them the right? Okay, so that tone moves you forward, but it could cause you maybe to trample on people. It could cause you to get way ahead and leave the team behind. It could cause you to get frustrated. And it could cause people to stop bringing you ideas and stop bringing you the help that they'd like because they just don't want to get trampled on. Okay, next, good mentoring and empowering of people. Good mentoring and empowering of people. Well, if you're a bold, take charge, take initiative kind of person, guess what? People are going to be drawn to that and they're, they're going to want that for themselves. So they're going to want you to mentor them. And eights like to mentor people, but eights, you know, they kind of want to empower you, like want you to tap into the same thing they have. But you may not really have that because you're not an eight, you know, if you're a seven or a six or something. You don't necessarily have that same personality that an eight has, but you can appreciate it and you can see the benefits of it. And they'll try to, you know, kind of put your arm behind your back until you man up and get in touch with your own strength and help you deny your own weaknesses and get in touch with your own strength. And, you know, they're going to want to embolden you as a way of lending courage to you. And we all do this. Every type does this. Okay, think about it. Every type does it. The two is going to share their their sense of shame with you and when you say something that's not nice, they're going to they're going to want you to feel the same kind of shame they would feel if they said something that wasn't pleasing. The three, you know, they write self-help books on how you can be like them, how you can set goals and dream big and overcome obstacles. They're going to share that sense of, you know, um, accomplishment with you and sixes are going to share their fears with you and their protection or their their uh, their, their sense of planning with you they're going to when you're around a six a long time you're going to start to get questioning things yourself right sevens are going to share their impulse to do something and to change the environment and to you know laugh and keep things upbeat and eights are going to share with you their nines are going to calm you down and eights are going to embolden you. They're going to say, if you didn't get what you ordered, then you need to send it back. You need to tell that waiter to stop and get it right. And if you can't do it, I'll do it for you. And if you don't want me to do it, then why are you crying about it? Okay. If you can't tell, I have an eight wing. My dominant wing is my six wing, but I have that eight wing there. And sometimes I can feel just a little bit of a glimmer, I think, of what eights feel all the time. And so I can tap into it a little bit, um, but it's probably not my strongest wing. You know, I'm a little more cautious than I am bold. And uh, I can tap into it and I can feel just a little bit, I think, sense of what it feels like. I get a glimmer every once in a while. Well, what's the danger of, you know, empowering people and lending your strength to people? Well, um, I think, you know, again, you can come across as unapproachable 
a little bit, maybe scary, intimidating would be the word. And I know eights that I talk to, they say people tell them they're intimidating and they're like, what, what, what? I'm not trying to be intimidating. I'm just being myself. And so eights always feel like they have to minimize themselves. They always feel like they have to moderate themselves so that they can get along with people because people are babies and you got to coddle them. You got to babysit them. And so eights always feel like they got to, you know, be careful what they say and be careful what they do because they're going to make somebody cry. You know, they're going to make somebody cry. They're going to make somebody boohoo. And, uh, and when even in mentoring people, I think, you know, you got to be careful because um, eights, honestly, you may not necessarily want to, as much as you are truth warriors, it can be hard for you to hear the truth of how you might be coming across to people. Okay, next uh, and last on our list here is confident in approaching conflict. Eights are naturally confident in approaching conflict. Um, because they're not in touch with their vulnerability and that's how they face conflict. Um, they don't, they're not, they don't go in with a lot of self-doubt and self-wondering and fear that, well, others might reject me. Others might be upset with me. Again, I don't know that an eight necessarily, now maybe with the really important relationships in their life, like their immediate family and things, you know, their dog, their wife, their, their kids, their parents, they might, they might really temper themselves to get along with and play nice with people. But by and large, when it deal with the public, you know, and even in the office and stuff, I think an eight is not worried if you know, about all that stuff, about getting along with everybody and everybody's approval and all that kind of stuff. So that gives the eights the ability to just stand up during conflict, sure of themselves. And you bring a fight to an eight, you're going to get the fight handed back to you. That's just the way it's going to be. You're gonna, they're going to hand you the, you stomp in on an eight, like you're going to intimidate them. You better be ready for it. You better be ready for the, the whooping that they're going to unleash on you. Okay. Because they are, their personality is designed to push any threat back, any perceived threat, push it back. They do not want to cower and run. Uh, now they might they might realize that they just got to shut it for now because they're not the person in authority and they will get into trouble. So they might shut it and move to five, you know, the investigator and just withdraw for a minute. But don't think you've won the fight just because they withdraw for a moment. Don't think you've won the fight. Eight's ability to do conflict can lead to an over readiness to confront when sometimes you should just let it go. There's times when there's a time to fight, there's a time to run, and there's a time to ignore. You know, many people would best be handled with benign neglect. There's a lot of people that the best way to handle them is just benign neglect. But sometimes there's something with an eight that when they get triggered, you know, they want they want to go after it. They want to go after it. That somebody did something wrong. Somebody said what? Somebody somebody thought what? Somebody you know took my what? And so the eight wants to go after them and see that justice is administered on that person. That they pay for their crime. But sometimes 
you need to just let people say what they're going to say and then just walk on by and just let it go. And if you chase every bus, you know, eventually you're going to catch one. And you don't need to chase every bus. Some buses, you should just let them pass by. You should just let them go. It can be hard for an eight to just let stuff go because they want to hunt them down and put an end to it. Um, and sometimes, you know, it can lead to the eight initiating conflict when really they probably could have solved their problem best with maybe something else like diplomacy. Diplomacy might have been the way to solve that problem, you know, or benign neglect. But maybe instead of, you know, being diplomatic, the eight in their weakness of their personality, you know, went on the attack mode instead. I think that, you know, of course, the sin of the eight is lust. And I've talked about that in other videos, you know, what that might mean, what that what that looks like and stuff. And I've said, you know, intensity is is you could you could translate that a little bit like the need for intensity but I th I've been doing a lot more thinking about that and I think really you know another way to think about the lust of the eight the, the eight um, is what is essentially what does lust do lust says that person over there is an object for my pleasure and my enjoyment and then, of course it's always in a sexual context that we think about lust but I think when you broaden that out into all of life, this is really helpful. If you stayed with me through this video, then it's this is worth the reason for you staying with me, this insight about yourself. I think you'll thank me for this. Lust, I think, is really just looking at people as though they exist for your purposes and benefit. And that may not sound like something you do, but compared to the other Enneagram types, your, your nature is prone to look at people as, oh, you have um, that outfit? I'd like to borrow that. And you just kind of think, like, I have the ability to just go in there and take that and assert my will over that. Oh, this office is available? Well, I'm moving my stuff in there. If anybody has a problem with that, they can speak up. If they don't, then they must not have a problem with it. And so eights just tend to like come into their environment and dominate it, even come into you know other people's lives and just dominate over other people without necessarily thinking, I wonder how that person feels about what I just said. I wonder how that person feels or you know, I wonder if they feel upset or slighted or disrespected in some way because of what I did or what I said. It's not in the eights frame of reference to think about other people's desires, wishes, and feelings. They're so tuned into what needs to be done or tuned into what they want that they aren't necessarily looking at people as though I'm here, um, I'm here for their benefit. No, they're here for my benefit. That's the lust, I think, of the eight. Something for you to evaluate in your own life. As always, guys, thank you so much for checking in for this video. Uh, blessings and be present to life. It's so easy to get caught up in tomorrow's troubles or to get stuck in yesterday's victories or yesterday's defeats that you can't be present with, with what is right in front of you. So I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for watching.